and welcome to the Vineyard Northwest podcast. At Vineyard Northwest, we aim to be a culture that welcomes heaven to earth by raising up world-changing kingdom leaders. We hope you enjoy this message from our children's pastor, Sarah Anderson. Well, good morning. Um, It's been the honor of my life to work under that man. He is amazing, so thank you, Van. Man, Tyler asked me if I was gonna cry, and I was like, I don't have any plans to. (laughs) (laughs) Nuts, already, okay. (laughs) So, I wanna start with you guys from the very beginning. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my family and my story, and then I wanna share my vision for the church with you all this morning. So in 1955, 65 years ago, Alex and Boots Steele moved to Finneytown. They needed a fresh start for their family and they consciously chose to move to Finneytown. And they bought a modest home on Elm Tree Avenue. And their family began to grow and Finneytown began to grow around them. It was mostly farmland at that time and it started to develop into suburbia as their family grew. My aunt was part of the first graduating class of Finneytown schools, and my dad and my uncles all attended the schools as well. And the culture was one of middle-class working families, and it was a mostly homogeneous Caucasian community. So my parents got married and decided to purchase a home in Finneytown as well. And my brother and I attended Finneytown schools. I graduated 30 years to the day after my father on the same exact football field. And my dad was the quarterback and the punter and he led the team to lots of victories. And I was a cheerleader and I cheered the team to not very many victories at all. The diversity in our community was growing. The culture of Finneytown was gradually changing. It was still a tiny suburban town, but the dynamics changed a bit. Always, Finneytown has remained a tight-knit community. Everyone knows everyone else, class sizes are small, and kids achieve a well-rounded education. So Grant and I got married in 2005 and we started looking for houses. And I was resistant at first to move to Finneytown. I wanted to live, I don't know if I can say this because Colerain's the west side of town, but I wanted to live on the east side of town because I thought it was cool. (laughs) And very quickly, Lil Smoker, who was our realtor, convinced us that Finneytown had some great houses and was the right place to be. So we bought a house, we had some kids, those kids started attending Finneytown schools, and our roots grew even deeper into the community. So the diversity in Finneytown has continued to grow over the decades. The current demographics of the school are different than when I attended or when my father attended. And one of the things that makes Finneytown unique is that the demographics have shifted to be truly diverse. There's true diversity in Finneytown, culturally, racially, generationally, and economically. Maybe. We are now (laughs) in the top five most diverse school districts in the state of Ohio. 
Now that is a feat because we are a small district. And when I say small, there are only about 12,000 residents, 5,200 homes, and 1,400 students. So to be in the top five most diverse school districts, that, that really says something about the makeup of the Finneytown community. In Finneytown, there's still a large portion that is Caucasian. There's another large portion that is African-American. We have a growing Hispanic population and a growing Nepali population. The school district is the defining thing of the word Finneytown. Finneytown actually resides in Springfield Township, and so the only thing that's actually called Finneytown is the school district. And the land area of the school district is about four square miles. So we're, we're tiny, <laughs> we're tiny. I looked up Colerain this morning. Colerain Township is 42 or 43 square miles, just to compare. But Finneytown is on the cusp of some great new things. We passed a levy a year or so, or so ago and construction has started on a brand new elementary school on Winton Road. And when that is finished, construction will start on a brand new secondary campus. So new things are coming for Finneytown. So to switch gears a little bit, I wanna to talk to you about what I'm calling the other beginning. And that is when I first came to this church, to Vineyard Northwest. Vineyard Northwest is where I grew a mature faith and where I really chose my faith for myself. My husband found faith here for the first time. And we came to this church shortly after we were married. We were invited by good friends of ours, Danny and Sarah Smoker. And we first came to the YMCA. And I thought it was really weird that a church wasn't meeting in a church building, but in the basement of the Y. And then once the church moved to this building, we started to come regularly. This is where I learned that I hear God's voice. This is where I learned that the Holy Spirit is still active today. The School of Kingdom Ministry was a turning point in my life. Then I was asked to be on the PAC, Vans Pastoral Advisory Council, and that was another turning point in my life. I never thought I was worthy or capable of speaking into the inner workings of a church prior to that. I also didn't really believe in women pastors. <laughs> I didn't really like them and I did, it didn't make sense to me. Like, why would a woman want to do that? And joining the pack was the first step in dismantling that worldview for me. And that process has continued as I've grown, as I've studied, as I've pressed into learning about women pastors and pressed into this call on my life. And I'm, I'm clearly on the other side of that issue now. I'm great with women pastors. <laughs> Um, in 2014, Putty Putnam, who runs the School of Kingdom Ministry, he came and visited this church, and I received a prophetic word from one of the members of his team. And she said, Sarah, I see you strapped to the front of a speeding train. And it's scary, but it's good because God put you there. And I said, okay, <laughs> what might be coming? But that word was absolutely true and it began to play out in my life very quickly after that. Uh, it was right after that that Van asked me to join his pastoral advisory council. And shortly after that, I was asked to write a devotional for the whole church about finances 
And again, that felt like a huge task. I had so much trust coming from Van, and it, I didn't feel like I was capable of doing something like that. But using my voice and my writing and my faith, it was so liberating and empowering for me. Very quickly after that, feeling like I was on the front of the speeding train, I was asked to be the children's director here. And to tell you the honest truth, I had never really considered working at a church, but I loved it. I loved it. And this tiny little thought of planting a church one day started to reveal itself. And I started to dream of moving to Colorado or moving to New Hampshire to plant a church. And I thought that would be so fun. I mean, Colorado is beautiful. Danny and Sarah Smoker moved there so I could be there with my best friends. And I started to dream and I was resistant to the idea of Finneytown. <laughs> I've been resistant to the idea of Finneytown at different points in my life, but I always come back to it because it is home and it matters. And something just rises up in me. I want to do this. I want to plant a church. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I ever will, but something in it calls to me. And it feels almost like the desire to have a baby. Where you say, I, I think I want to have a baby. And I don't know what it's going to be like. And I don't know if I'm going to like being a mom. But there's something in me that wants to do it. It feels like a need, like something I have to do. So the late Dave King, who was one of our pastors here at the time and was my supervisor, helped guide me on the right path. He gave me some advice and some direction. I had actually confided in him. Hey, Dave, I think I might want to plant a church one day. And he said, you do know that I work for Vineyard USA on the church planting team, don't you? And I was like, oh, no, never mind. Forget I said anything. <laughs> So Dave started to shepherd me in the right direction. And so I started taking classes at the Vineyard Institute soon after. I took classes for two and a half years and I got my advanced certificate of biblical leadership. Then I joined the National Task Force for Children's Ministry with Vineyard USA. And I started to fall in love with our wider movement. I learned that Vineyard Northwest is special. Vineyard Northwest is unique and we're the tip of the spear with Holy Spirit ministry within our movement, but that there were other churches and other people that were just like us. I began to learn that I wasn't just a Vineyard Northwest girl, but that I was thoroughly Vineyard. So there are two places where my heart resides, I've learned. The call to plant a vineyard church in Finneytown is the place where my two beginnings collide or converge. It's the blending of the two beginnings, Finneytown and Vineyard Northwest, my two homes. So what will that church look like? What is my vision for how that will happen? Well, at its essence, just simplifying everything, I'd love to replicate Vineyard Northwest over in Finneytown, <laughs> to have a Holy Spirit-empowered, naturally supernatural, outwardly-focused, mercy-driven church that serves the Finneytown community and is comprised of Finneytowners. There are so many things that this church has as a part of its core culture that have to come with me, that I have to take with me because they're a part of who I am as a church leader. Things like, what's your next step? Or come as you are, but don't stay as you are. 
Things like people come because a friend has had their life changed here. Things like being open-handed with people, welcoming everyone into the church with an open front door and having an an even wider back door for people to leave the church if it's just not their fit anymore. I wanna have a church that is family, that feels like home, to have a church home in the community that reflects the diversity of the community, that serves the community, that enhances all the good that is there, that helps to heal all the pain and brokenness that is present. I wanna have a church that opens people's eyes to the goodness, the nearness, and the power of God. I want a church that opens people's eyes to their true identity, their true potential, and their self-worth. To engage people with the call on their lives. To walk with them as they journey. As I have had my eyes opened and learned to walk into my identity and my call here at Vineyard Northwest. As I've tried to process the vision countless times, it finally came together when I finally shared it with Grant. It was actually almost a year ago in February. We were driving to the More Love, More Power conference and I just kept sharing things and he just typed. I was driving and talking and he was typing. And it finally dawned on me that I have these priorities that I've walked in for the past five years as the children's pastor and as the the founder and starter of our summer camp ministry, that there are these values that I've had and that I was really just saying those same things in a different way. (laughs) And so my values that I've had, the priorities that I hold in value as as a person in the body of Christ and as a leader, I have four of these values and they're the current values for our Northwest Kids program. The first is to nurture relationships. I value relationships. I want to help tie people to each other, to have a community for accountability, to challenge one another, to avoid stagnation, to support, love, and care for each other. The next is to equip for ministry. I value equipping people so that they leave the church building, like Van was saying, they get to leave the church building and they take the church with them wherever they go to engage with the community so that they can be the church in their own homes and workplaces and schools. Next is scripture focused. I love the word of God, I love the Bible. I want to have a church that is biblically literate, (laughs) that values spending time in the word. And then lastly, to worship fully. I love worship. I love worship that is loud and crazy and you're dancing and shouting and I love worship that is quiet and intimate and on your knees. I view worship as a spectrum and I wanna have a church that embraces all of worship. And I believe that our worship is going to change the atmosphere of Finneytown. I think it's going to release things into the atmosphere of Finneytown. So we will be launching as a large launch model. There are many ways that you can launch a church, but we are anticipating, because we are in close proximity to Vineyard Northwest, my history in the community, Grant's visible role in the community, he's currently the elementary school principal, uh, that there will be a lot of people that will be interested and that will want to join with us and be a part of things. So we will be launching in the fall at the Finneytown Secondary Campus in their Performing Arts Center. We'll be launching with a kids ministry and a youth ministry either soon to follow or at the exact same time. 
and we will need, as Van was saying, people <laughs> to make this happen. I want to have a vibrant kids ministry. I've spent five years pouring into the lives of children. I value children. I value them in the kingdom of God. I want to continue sending kids to summer camp. In fact, hopefully, COVID willing, <laughs> we will be going to summer camp again this summer. Vineyard Finneytown, Vineyard Northwest, and the Dayton Vineyard will all be partnering together for summer camp. And Honestly, summer camp is a great place to share the gospel with kids because they're out of their comfort zone. They're zip lining. They're having to eat new food. They're having to sleep in a cabin that's hot. Well, we have air conditioning at camp. It's not like the summer camp when I was little, but they're having to sleep in a cabin with their eight friends. They're having all these new experiences. And so their hearts are open to hear the gospel and we can share the gospel with them and we can do these fun worship and quiet worship experiences and they can experience the presence of God. Did you know that summer camp, one week at summer camp is the equivalent of a year's worth of Sunday school in the spiritual growth and the, relational, the relationships that can develop. So I want to continue summer camp. And not only that, I hope that one day Vineyard Finneytown is able to send any Finneytown student that wants to go to summer camp for free. I would love to do that, to share the gospel with the Finneytown students. I wanna partner with the school district. The Performing Arts Center is beautiful. It will stay even as the new campus is built. But we want our church to be a blessing to the school district. We want to interact with the staff and the families and the students. We want to bless them radically. I hope that one day when we say, you know, I think we're ready to build our own building, that the school district says, oh, please don't leave <laughs> because we've been such a blessing to them to be there. That's my hope. I wanna see heaven come to earth. That's part of the Vineyard Northwest vision. It's written on the walls on earth as it is in heaven. And one part of heaven that sticks out to me as I have processed this vision is that heaven is multi-ethnic. There's true diversity in heaven. And so I want our church to have a representative diversity representative at the micro level of the diversity that's actually present in Finneytown and at the macro level of the diversity that's present in heaven. I hope that we grow the church out of mainly new believers, that we are out on the streets, we're evangelizing through relationships, new people are coming into the kingdom of God. I hope that we do have a group of seasoned, mature believers who are able to come along with us because we're gonna need their help to disciple new believers and to lead teams and small groups and ministries. I also have a sense that we'll have a group of people coming that are believers but just haven't had a church home for a while or a church that has felt like home. I want this church to bless or impact everyone in the community through outreaches, servant evangelism, power evangelism, mercy ministries. We wanna bless the businesses in Finneytown. We wanna pray for the businesses to thrive and to innovate. So that sounds like a lot of things to do. <laughs> That's a lot. But at the core of everything that the church does, I believe that there will be three vital practices that undergird everything that we endeavor to do. And the first practice is prioritizing his presence. Prioritizing his presence. Making his presence our priority. 
So spending time with God, when we're at home, when we gather corporately, when we worship, when we're in our small groups, when we go out to do outreaches, that we are taking the time and space that is needed to sit with God and be in his presence. The second one is living with expectancy living with expectancy, that we are expecting God to move. We have expectation, not necessarily specific parameters or things that we specifically hope God to do, although I'm sure that's gonna be a part of it, but always expecting God to move with goodness, with wisdom, and with miracles. And the last one is watching for his redemption being people that watch for the redemption of God. There's a kingdom theology that all vineyards hold to, and that is that we acknowledge the brokenness in the world, but we recognize that the brokenness in this world comes from our enemy. And that, it is God, that God's heart is good, that God's heart is for his kids, and that God takes all of the bad and evil and broken things in this world and he redeems them for the good of those who love him. So we're gonna be constantly refocusing and recalibrating our worldview to a loving God that redeems that which the enemy would use for our demise. So to sum it all up, access to real, true life, a people that are equipped to be the light, to minister, serve, love, prophesy, heal, encourage, display radical kindness, and join with the work of the kingdom of God wherever they go. They are people that are drawn deeper into relationship with the Trinity and continually have deeper revelations of who they are in the kingdom of God. So I want to close today just by sharing a couple prophetic words that have been given over the Finneytown Church over the past year and even the past 24 hours. So it's been prophesied that the Vineyard Finneytown is going to be a disruptor of the spiritual atmosphere over Finneytown in a good way. <laughs> One of um, the other pastors in the area I don't know if he intended it to be a prophetic word, but it rang like a prophetic word to me and to Van when I shared it. He thinks that Vineyard Finneytown is gonna be a catalyst to unify churches in Finneytown to work collaboratively for the expansion of the kingdom. Someone heard the word, instead of Finneytown, they heard Firetown. And that the fire of God will be coming. Um... Someone said, because of your careful preparation, your community will feel God's goodness in real, tangible ways that have not been felt before. Marcus Ingram had a dream. He said, in a dream, I was awakened at my normal time for work. When I got out of the bed, I saw a golden glow coming through the window. I recognized it wasn't the sun because it was too early for it to be the sun. When I looked out of the window, the glow was coming from southeast from my house, and I knew it was Finneytown. The glow was over the community, and it started dripping down like it was raining honey. Proverbs 24:14 says, Wisdom is like honey for you. If you find it, there is a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. 
I feel like the Lord is going to bless Finneytown with wisdom that is going to start through this new church. And from that wisdom, people are going to get a sense of hope that is going to change their lives in the long run. Yesterday, someone texted me as I was praying for you in tongues. I saw a picture of you with your arms stretched out like you do sometimes when you're preaching and beams of light were coming from you in all directions out to the community. I heard Sarah has just what the Finneytown community needs. And then last night, my kiddos and Grant and I, I shared this message with them and they all gave me a whole page of notes to incorporate because even though I am the church planter, I can't do it without those four gentlemen over there. Grant is my love, my encouragement, my support, the wiper of my tears. (laughs) And those three guys have fire in them and they are gonna be instrumental to this church as well. And they hear from God just as clearly and as readily as I do. And Alex last night said that he saw a wildfire spreading in a field and remarked about how quickly wildfire spreads. Ryan, the one who thinks he's a teenager, (laughs) said (laughs) that he saw the Performing Arts Center at Finneytown. And he didn't actually say that. He said, I saw the place where Alex has his band concerts and I saw the church band on stage and we were coming in the door. And then Noah said that he saw me driving home today with tears of happiness. And Alex said, are you sure that you didn't just, that mom didn't just get an order of queso and chips? (laughs) And I said, well, I think that means I get to get queso on my way home from church today. And I saw our, we have a circle logo for Vineyard Finneytown that has the leaf that's over the eye right there. And I saw a goofy smiley face appear on the leaf. And I felt like God was saying, this church will be marked by joy. So let it be. (laughs) So next steps. I want to encourage you to pay attention to your heart and your thoughts over the next few days. Is there an excitement that's inside of you? Do your thoughts keep returning to this? If so, that might be the Lord encouraging you or inviting you to be a part of things. So if so, or even if you're just curious, I would encourage you to come to the interest meetings. We're gonna have four interest meetings coming up in the next couple weeks. I think we have a slide with all the times and dates. At those meetings, I'll share even more about the upcoming plans and visions and what we're gonna actually do. And there are many ways to be involved. And most of the ways don't mean that you have to leave Vineyard Northwest. (laughs) So even if you're like, my heart is firmly planted here at Vineyard Northwest, but you're still interested, just come and hear more and learn more. We have a website, vineyardfinneytown.org. There's information there. And also, please feel free to email me at any time. My email address is on the website, or you can fill out an email submission form to make sure that you're kept in the loop with everything that's going on. So 